Welcome back to Givology's Impact Series podcast, in which we share the experiences and inspirations of social entrepreneurs and changemakers around the world in education. I am Cecia, your host for today, and today we're delighted to have Daniel Nyakoda join us from Hashtag Media. Hashtag Media is a social enterprise that empowers high school students in Kenya through various resources. Hashtag Media is best known for its monthly magazine, a platform used to encourage and inform students of opportunities available to them. Um, so, hi, Daniel. Hi. Um, so, uh, before we get started, tell us a little bit about yourself and your involvement with Hashtag Media. So, I'm a Kenyan um, and I live in Nairobi. Um, and uh, I graduated from the University of Pennsylvania in the U.S., um, where I studied economics. And after my um, undergraduate studies, I decided to come back to Kenya to find ways in which I could contribute usefully to the economy. Uh, and I looked at some of the challenges that um, Kenya is having economically. And uh, one of the biggest challenges is youth unemployment um, and various research has shown that uh, uh, youth unemployment is as a result in part of um, a mismatch of skills. Um, and so therefore I decided to uh, bridge this gap uh, by providing information about careers so that we can prepare students at the high school level um, to, select, to better select their career paths and to begin as early as they can um, to acquire the skills that will help them uh, have a success in those careers. Um, and so I have been an entrepreneur uh, since 2016, um, up until now, running Hashtag Media. Um, and we have uh, a small team of about 12 people out of uh, the iHub in Nairobi, where we work from and we publish monthly. Um, and distribute these magazines to high school. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Daniel. Um, so, of course, that brings me to the next question. What is Hashtag Media? What inspired the founding of your organization, or in your case, the printing of the magazine? Um, so, so, Hashtag Media is a media company, um, and we are in the education sector. So, while, you know, you have to make things interesting for young people, especially teenagers, to pick up, uh, but our main value proposition is to offer education to do with careers um, and to just offer information to do with citizenship, civic involvement, um, so that we can, able to, we can be able to, um, to contribute in, in, in the growth of these young people, to have them contribute the economy in a positive way, uh, but also to uh, help solve the problem of unemployment. Um, so we um, mainly publish magazines, right? Um, that's the main business model, and we um, get our uh, revenues from uh, sales uh, and, and part from advertising. Um, then we are also trying to more and more. Um, get many of these magazines um, online uh, because you know print is not a very sustainable model. Uh, although we chose print because most high schools in Kenya are secondary schools that are strictly um, you know guarded 
uh, where students cannot come in with any internet accessing devices, no mobile phones, um, nothing, no computers. Well, when they're in high school, uh, they only look at their books um, and that's it. So uh, we're looking at ways in which we can now subsidize our online content programs, such as um, what we call teen internship programs. Um, that is when, uh, where we um, hold uh, two-week a two-week uh, training program on careers and uh, immerse students directly into um, an actual professional environment. For example, we set students to attach them to lawyers who mentor them for two weeks, uh, so that they see what a law firm looks like and what a lawyer does. Um, and then at the end of it, at the end of it, they will decide whether law is something that they're really interested in, or um, you know, uh, they, they they get bored by the actual practice of law, which would have helped them reorient themselves and maybe they would be interested in something like law research or or something totally different. Um, so, so that's generally about hashtag media. We're in the business of um, informing, inspiring and educating um, young people in Kenya uh, with the hope that we can be able to uh, nurture skills and educate it, um, you know, people for oh thank you daniel um, so so my next question of course you touched upon this before um but could you tell yeah. us a little bit more about the actual content of the magazine can you share with us some particular stories testimonials that you share to inspire um your youth um so for example you would go to uh campus um, and we find a student who is studying medicine. In Kenya, you don't have to go to undergrad and then do med school. You go straight from being an 19-year-old and you go straight to medis- medical school um, as an undergrad and it takes six years. So we we'll pick a medical student in the first year or in the fourth year and we'll do a feature. Um, they'll talk about their culture shock, they'll talk about what the classes look like, um, they will talk about um, their, their fears, their hopes, where they have done their internships, and then they will give advice on how a young person who wishes to be a medical student can prepare themselves academically um, in, in order to achieve that goal. Um, we use a lot of pictures to evoke emotion, um, and we also ask very specific questions without overburdening young people with a lot of words, um, just to be able to, uh, you know, present this idea in a way that a young person can be interested in, and even someone who is with a bookworm or a reader can also be able to get that information. Um, so that is an example of a feature, uh, a feature story, um, which usually is, uh, you know, a, a major part of the magazine. And we have other short and long stories. Um, we highlight uh, teenagers who have done amazing. Uh, for example, we highlighted a teenager who uh, founded um, a company that you know uh, earned him a place in Forbes top 30 under 30, and he had just turned 20. Um, and, and and he had to go to New York for the Forbes top 30 under 30 for you know forum. Um, but it was very impressive. He, uh, he created a bio, he composed, um, and he was 
he built it for his school and then went on to do to 30 other schools at the teenage level um so we highlight stories of high achievers like this student his name is Leroy um and I think he's, he's joining Harvard he joined Harvard sport um and and this would inspire students that they don't have to wait until they finish campus to do the things they actually want to do. Um, we we just highlight that to be able to uh, uh, encourage students also to take alternative paths from the uh, traditional, you know, accounting, medicine, dentistry. Um, to, uh, like our previous issue, for instance, we highlighted a student who went platinum at uh is 11th grade um he, she's a musician um and she's uh produced music uh she's uh, she has a national platform she has many many followers on social media and she just decided to do it as a business um and so she's going straight ahead uh, initially her parents wanted her to do biochemistry um but she's going straight into music school and she now started her career in music so She's a. Uh, we covered her when she was seventeen. She just turned eighteen years old. Um, and her story now uh, inspires other students to now go ahead and uh, you know if, if you have a music talent, you can go ahead and start uh, exploring that talent and even earning from it as early as you can. Uh, because we, we discovered that you know this the fear of getting into a career in art or the fear of being entrepreneur is what makes most people pursue careers that end up having no jobs and then they wonder shouldn't I, I have shouldn't I you know just did my shouldn't I have done my art anyways or shouldn't I have just uh, shouldn't I have become an entrepreneur uh, already so that's the idea around some of the articles and of course we fill in things to do with um, you know uh well, current news um, and, and, and you know, uh, one word uh, in terms of sports and, and music competitions just to fill in the content um, for what teenagers are interested in. But, but it's not the main gist of it. The main gist of it is to inform, um, to educate and inspire. Mm, yeah, that, that really does sound very inspiring. Um, so thank you, Daniel. And so for my next question, um, I'm pretty sure our audience is wondering um, how have you promoted the accessibility of this magazine to your high school, to high schoolers in Kenya? So accessibility is the biggest uh, problem that we have um, because most schools do not allow internet accessing devices and therefore we have to print the magazines. Uh, schools that are far away from Nairobi we actually have to drive to those schools to deliver these magazines, and that is very expensive for us. Um, and other um, many students cannot access internet because, uh, of course, they are teenagers, and therefore they don't own a phone. Um, well, in the US, many teenagers would, you know, would, would own a phone. That's different in Kenya. Um, most teenagers have their first phone. Graduate in the 12th grade, and that's when they're joining campus or university. Um, so, these students who do not have mobile phones or do not access marketing if they do not print it. So, the basic way 
that we have promoted the accessibility of the magazine is to continue printing the magazine and distributing the magazine even though it costs us a lot um, and which is why we are looking for partners who can subsidize the cost of uh, delivering this magazine to students um, uh, because you know it does not make sense to go to the most far-flung part of the country who cannot afford internet to give them a magazine that's really expensive um, because they wouldn't afford it in the first place. So to be able to, uh, to be able to get to them, we need to make sure that it's cheap to get to them, uh, so that the magazine is cheap for them um, because they don't have any. And it's not until you know for the more uh, the smarter ones not until they do compensate. Um, so yeah, um, accessibility is something that's ongoing effort, uh, and we hope that at some point uh, we can even give the magazines um, pretty much for free. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm pretty sure your audience would definitely want to get involved with hashtag media. Um, so yeah. why don't you share with us some of um, some ways that we can actually um, get involved with hashtag media and how we can join your cause against youth unemployment? Um. So. First of all, I feel like this needs to be shared widely um, so that, you know, uh, more and more people can hear the stories of young, uh, ambitious students uh, who are trying to create a path for themselves where they see it's a definitive path, path where they can make a living and, uh, and become useful economically. Um, Hashtag highlights these ambitious students who are, you know, trying to find that path and to light the torch for the others. So sharing our work would be the first place. Um, and aside from that, um, we are looking for partners who can sponsor our work uh, so that we can be able to do the programs that we want to do for uh, during the school holidays. Um, and so that those programs can be accessible even for the students who cannot pay a penny. Um, and also the sponsors would also make our magazines affordable for students in far-flung places and who cannot afford uh, to get onto the internet in the first place um, and also who cannot afford to buy the copy of the magazine um, that we distribute them. Thank you, Daniel. Um, also, it's to my understanding that you mentioned quite earlier that um, Hashtag Media also offers um, other programs for Kenyan high schoolers to grow. So I know you mentioned that um, you offer something called intern, um, teen internships, right? And I know that you yes. also host holiday camps. Um, could you tell us a little bit yes. more about, about them and how have they helped Kenyan students? So the idea of the teen internship uh, is the is what I've described before, um, where we say, okay, um, these are students who want to be accountants, they want to be doctors, they want to be lawyers, but many of them have never seen the inside of a house, you know, of a, um, you know, um, uh, let's say, uh, in a, a, a court, right. or they haven't seen an Excel sheet um, that the accountants use. So we try to touch young people in a professional environment that they are interested in. Um, and we identify mentors in these professional environments who offer for free to mentor these students. Um, and the idea is to have these students 
to just have a sneak peek of what their um, the, the careers that they aspire to be uh, looks like. Um, we hope that this educates them, this helps them to understand what they're getting into, this inspires them or reorients their ambitions to know exactly if that's what they want. So when they go back to school and they make their choices, then they will follow a path and they will acquire the skills that will work for the careers that they know they want. Um, and so we do this in a two-week holiday camp where uh, we, we, we train students on basic 21st century skills um, that is four days out of the tools. So we hold them together in one place, um, conference style, and we train them on Excel, you know, how to make a PowerPoint presentation. We create a LinkedIn profile for them, uh, and we teach them um, aspects of, uh, you know, professionality to collaborate. We give them exercises where they have to practice these skills. Uh, for example, a final project where they will have to, um, you know, present what they have learned from their internship uh, in the professional environment. The idea is to make sure that they understand, you know, what the company that they have been interning in um, does and how the team that they were attached to fits into the overall vision of the company. Um, it's a very simple project, but we want that the project to give them an opportunity to use PowerPoints to send emails uh, in a professional way, um, to be able to collaborate, um, and then also to be able to communicate um, this in front of their peers. Uh, so it's a two-week program culminating with a final project. Uh, and when they did or the, the teams go back to school, they have a really good idea of what they want, and they can also influence others um, from their experiences uh, from the teachers. Thank you, Daniel. Um, so I actually have one last question, and I was wondering, yes. can you tell us the, the the significance of education in your in your perspective? And um, because I know Givology really stresses um, the importance of educating our community, and so why don't you yeah. share your thoughts on um, education? Sorry, can you say that again? Yeah. So why don't you share with us some uh, some of your thoughts on um, the significance of education? I keep keep talking. Sorry. The significant uh, your views and significant uh, how do you feel that education really empowers your community? Yeah. Um. So Kenya is not a very rich country, and that is an understatement. Um. We don't have a lot of capital. Um. And our greatest resource in Kenya, and in Africa in general, is the human capital that we have. So these people are coming with their bare hands to an organization. And they ask, what can I do for you? I don't have land. I don't have nothing. I only have my brain and my hands. So creating a skilled labor force is a very strategic, um, is very strategic for, 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 for an economy like Kenya. Because if these people show up and they are engineers and they are doctors and they are coders, uh, um, you know, and they are teachers, then they can be useful in the global economy. Um, so when investors are coming to Kenya, or the people who want to help um, the situation in Kenya, uh, when they are coming into Kenya, at least people can lift themselves out of poverty from the skills that they have acquired or from the education that they have. That's just one part of it. Um, that solves the problem of unemployment. That helps individuals who are asked to disadvantaged to be advantaged 
and to plug themselves into the global economy. But the other part also is to, to help them understand how the world works. Can they feel fit culturally? Can they uh, can they uphold some of the values that the world has adopted? Can they observe gender equality, for example? Can they be tolerant? Um, can they work with others? Um, can they communicate in the global economy? Um, can they understand the principles of democracy and fairness? Um, can they understand the concept of human rights? Um, so all of that is part of education. So we want to have a population that is highly educated and also highly skilled um, so that they can be able to join um, the global community and be able to help themselves lift themselves out of poverty. Um, and so what we are doing is contributing in our own way in ensuring that this education reaches uh, the, the, the most vulnerable and ones that need the most, but also that this education is accessible um, and it's, you know, it's, it's available to um, the people that need it. So Kenya is having a youth pouch. The median age in Kenya is 19 years. The median age in Africa is 15 years. And these are people who will be joining the labor force in the next 25 years. Africa would have the largest labor force in the world. This labor force has to be skilled and has to be educated, without which it's a ticking time bomb, which is why education is very, very important. Um, Opinion. Indeed. Beautifully said, Daniel. Thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for sharing the impact and um, the cause of Hashtag Media. Thank you.